Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. The Irish language seems to be having a moment. Uh, of course, Colin Kuhn has received the Oscar nomination and actor Paul Meskel made headlines in recent days for giving the Cupola Focal a go during a red carpet interview. Tom, fear, fear bro, do us on the Oscar and August. August lost Frankie. Is, is Colleen in Turkey? August unsure. Like it's a broner, most of the way. Like the, like Vision East for trusting my own school along way. Like way like I really made my chest the social true baby. I can say like she came up with the nurses. Yeah, I was looking at some of the headlines actually um, in articles about this during the week, and one of them it's time to admit the Irish language is cool again. And I just wanted to chat to people today about maybe learning Irish for the first time or going back and relearning the Irish language. Do you try to use even a little bit of Irish cupola focal whenever you get the opportunity? Do get in touch with us if you do today. 53106 is the number. Um, Author Pragya Agarwal is with us on the show today. Have you started learning Irish, Pragya? Hi. Um, yes, very, very early days for me. Um, we recently moved to Ireland a month or so ago, and I was really keen to immerse myself in the culture, local culture, history of the place. Um, so I thought it's, um, I always think it's best to connect with the local language as much as I can. So you only moved here a month or two ago and you've already started to learn Irish. Yeah, I before we moved, I started doing some kind of Duolingo online things, Um it it is really difficult to retain. It's not the easiest language, um, but i I wanted to um, I wanted to think about the place as connected to its history, its legacy, its its language, its myths, everything like that. And I always think that what we can do with the local language sometimes it's so easy and lazy to get by with just mm. English. Um, and I come from India. I moved to the UK twenty years ago from there, and I always think that. With the history of imperialism and colonialism, we almost carried a shame against our local language and did all our education in English. I speak in English, I write in English. So um, it was just a way of connecting with the place and putting my roots down in a stronger way, I think. How, how do you find it? How are you getting it's on? Tough. Yeah. <laughs> I think <laughs> it's tough. Um, I, I hope you wouldn't ask me to say anything because I don't think I can pronounce it very well. No, that's um, all right. It's also, it's very, it's also difficult because I think as we grow older, it's very difficult to learn a new language. There's a lot of research around that. Um, also, because you're not speaking it, I'm not speaking it regularly or I'm not speaking it with anybody. It's just in my head. So I'm hoping to join this kind of virtual kind of group where we meet once a, a week and try and uh, at the same level and try and speak it with each other. Mm. So you get used to the sounds and you get used to the language in a way which is beyond just looking at the words on screen or just reading it from a book or things like that. Yeah. And I'm also reading other books that have been written about Irish history and about Irish language and about what the different words mean and how there are so many words in Irish language which it cannot really be translated into English very easily. And so all the, those kind of nuances and gradations of language and of, of local knowledge um, is, I'm trying to get a better sense of mm. that. So it, it it is very very early days. Yeah, you know? I think fair fair play to you. You know, I think it's great that you're, you're you've you've started and and even started so early as well since since you've moved. How are your kids finding it at school? Um, yes, so they started, um, and I don't think they're doing much. Um, 
at the moment, but one of them seems more keen than other. And they come back and try and tell me they're only six and a half, so they're in first class. And they, when she comes and tells me about the different words they've learned, um, I, I would hope that they would learn more. And um, I would hope that when I have time, maybe we can start doing things together or yeah. do more Irish Brilliant. with them. Um, yeah. Jared is on the line as well, Pragya. Um, Jared, I believe you started to learn Irish in your 20s. <laughs> I did. I did, Andrea. Um, so I, I would have learned Irish uh, for one year in school. So I went to school in uh, County Derry and I learned Irish when I was 11. And then I then uh, joined a hurling team here in Dublin um, about four years ago there uh, called Nagyaloga. So everything at Nagyaloga is done through Irish. So that's all drills, all training, all matches and I, I joined there with pretty much no no Irish at all, and uh, so that was a uh, that was a real test. So, you, so in order basically then to play, Jared, you, you had to pick up some of some <laughs> some words. Exactly, yeah, Shane. So whenever I, whenever I went on my first training, uh, one of the, one of the one of the other young fellas, Oshin Tully, says to me, "Connor's a tattoo, just pull that." So that which translates to "How are you? Nice to uh, nice to meet you." Mm. And I didn't have a clue what he said. And um, I had been told and warned at that point to, to not speak English and to go all in. And uh, I didn't say anything back. I just nodded. And he just patted me on the shoulder and he uh, said, la, one, which means one day. So from, from <laughs> that on, it was, it, was just, it was just a real point that I was like, right, I'm definitely learning this language. So Brilliant. I just went at it. And uh, through complete immersion, um, I got there um, over the course of about two years there. So it was really wonderful. Good stuff. How did you find it to learn? Because uh, Pragya just mentioned there that, you know, she found it tough or she's finding it tough. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, the mad thing is, I never opened a book with it. Um, so, uh, but but I, I was able to learn it through complete uh, immersion. And, and the biggest part of that was just being vulnerable. That was the biggest thing for me. And going to that training and uh, and really just feeling like this is this is the way. This is really the way to learn it. And just being open to listen and to just pick up that couple of focal, um, a couple of words at a time, mm. and then my confidence then grew over time with that. Marie is texting. She says, Paul Maskell was brilliant. I'd love to have the confidence to speak Irish a little bit more. I'd actually be too embarrassed uh, to do it, says Marie. Hazel is on the line as well. Hazel, you might have the, the solution for Pragya. You have a bilingual cafe. Tell us about it. Yes. Um, so I was after I went to a Guild school and then um, an Irish language secondary school. And I found then after doing a leave insert and everything through Irish, just kind of a bit of a drop off afterwards if you can't find anywhere to use the language. So after my children went back, my son went back to school, he went to a Wales school and I was kind of looking around saying, you know, how about, how can we get more services in the area? And we set up a NINRA in Irish language preschool and I always had this idea about doing a cafe and just to try and see what way would it work out. So we do, we have it here in Ballyfermot and we have staff here at all times. There's at least one that speaks Irish so you can come in and order your food or have a bit of a conversation. And there's also a group that comes here on Tuesdays to speak Irish, a local Ballyfermot group that's been going for about 20 years. And it's just to try and familiarise yourself. I was just listening to your speakers there mm. as well. And Irish, to me, is a conversational language. Like, I've done it through school. I've done all the rules and the grammar. And it's kind of a difficult piece if you're coming at it from that angle. But the best way for me to learn it is just through conversation. Um, and I'll be going back to, I've decided this year to go back to the Gwail Talks to try and oh, polish up yeah, on the Irish because... I say I've lost probably about forty percent of it just because you're not using it all the time. I'd have the conversational piece. I know how to say particular things, but you know if you don't use it, you lose it, and you kind of you get tongue tied. It's a, it's a weird experience when I start using it later on in life or after school. 
yeah, you, you kind of, you can understand it, but when you go to speak it, it's hard to get your mouth around the words again. So I do think if you don't engage in that conversational piece, mm. it's very hard to hold on to it. That's the point, I suppose, George, you were making. Like it's, it was, you know, through chatting through sports, maybe um, uh, Hazel's Cafe in Ballyfermot is where you need to go after training. <laughs> hundred percent, hundred percent. I'll be popping in to see Hazel. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, um, but no, that that's it, and and it's just opportunities do exist. There's, there are loads of social elements pop up Yale Talk uh, around the country, and and uh, loads of great outlets, and the Yale logo being one here in Dublin, based and looking. But um, oh, as as Seamus Heaney, a Nobel laureate and neighbour of my own there in South County Derry, uh, as he said, not to learn Irish is to miss the opportunity of understanding what life in this country is meant and what could mean in the better future. Mm. So that's, that's another driver. Another text here actually, Hazel, from a listener who mm-hmm. says, I went to the Gaeltacht a few years ago for a refresher course when I was 40. I loved it. It was brilliant. Uh, fantastic learning and without the pressure of the exam hanging over you as well. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's like... I was Game changing. Yeah, speaking to some of my friends there who were, you know, who would have been Gaeltacht as well. One went to school with me, someone learned to later on in life and I'm, probably going to rally up a few people to say, look, let's go back and try it. And mm. um, you go to Glen Gullum Kill, they were saying that there's a walking tour, like, so you don't have to go back into the classroom to learn that type of Irish, but you can go about and do nature and do walks or whatever it may yeah, be just and learn it through that piece as well. well so it's all different types for different people, you yeah. know. Well, Fiacra's with us um, in Donegal because Fiacra, you moved to a Gaeltuck region with no Irish, is that right? Yeah, that's right. How are you doing, Andrea? Good. How are you getting on? And uh, not too bad. Yeah, um, I suppose I moved up here now eight, eight or nine years ago, and from Wexford originally. And again, like most most people in the country, I would have uh, learned Irish in school, but um, never really, never really took to it. Um, I don't really think it's taught too too good in primary school, um, and it just is. It's just something I, I I never took to, and even back when I was in school. I never dreamt I would have been living up in the Grail Talk. <laughs> so how do you find it, life. yeah, day-to-day, just just chatting to people there? Yeah, well, most most people up here would have English anyway. Um, so th- there is that element to it. I suppose from, from my own kind of background, I, I would have two young kids and they're going to school here and it's all off Gaelga. And I just felt more for myself that I would like to try and, and improve a bit more in the Irish and just be able to help them in, in later life yeah. with their homework and stuff as they go through school. So I've just been approaching it that as as they've been learning to speak now, there's they're um, six and eight now at the moment. So as they've been learning Irish and coming home with bits of bits of homework Oscarga, mm. I've been trying to just learn as they learn. Um, I find it's it's a real confidence thing. Uh, people up here I'm up in, in, in Bunbeg in Guido I was just going to ask is it Guido you were in yeah Bunbeg and um, they do tend to speak quite fast and, and it's a different dialect to yeah. what I would have learned um, in school but it's just it's all that kind of you know they speak it very fast um, and I would find that at the stage now I would have a, have a good understanding brilliant or I, I could understand a little bit but then speaking it then is, is another thing and it's just confidence to kind of get in amongst people and be afraid mm. to make the mistakes or, you know, I, I'd often have my, my two girls that would be chatting amongst themselves and they'd be looking at me and then they'd say, you know, you don't know what we're saying and you know, they could be trying to, <laughs> trying to uh, cod me or something. Yeah, like, but, brilliant. You know, but just, just generally trying to learn that way. Um, I think with, with, with schools and, and especially in primary school, they should just be more conversational 
you know, like a life skills class, just sit everyone around in the morning, chat about what they done last night, what did they have mm. for dinner, what did they have for breakfast, what are they going to do later on, you know, and then leave leave a lot of the academic end of it till, till later on in secondary school, or if you want to go on and do teaching or Irish or something that you need on or Irish, get into all your poetry and stuff. But from from a, a young level, a primary school level, and you just, just get kids talking it. Mm. I mean... It's 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 great to hear. Like it's it's just, just you know the idea of just people deciding to pick it up and go back and and a lot of people actually um, revisiting or relearning the language. This texter says I had Irish in school and haven't spoken a word of it since I left in 1991. I'm now 50. I've joined a group where I've met people of all ages and chat. Askelaga. I've three kids, two teens, one in primary who like it. But that said, I think it's actually taught badly in school. The focus in primary school should be unspoken Irish. Very similar to your point as well, Fiacre. Um, Annette says, our daughter in London has taken up learning Irish once again. She came back last summer for a course in Glen Kill, which she thoroughly enjoyed. She'll be doing another one this year. She's really serious about it. She absolutely loves it, says Annette. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.